So from Meredith Grace, we've got three Muppets and a baby. <laughs> that, I mean, that just would be good. <laughs> it's just, there you go. Okay, but which three Muppets make the most chaotic uh, film with, where, in which they have to right. look after a baby and aren't responsible for it? Number one, the one who all he does is chuck fish at people. Number two, <laughs> the one who all he does is blow stuff up with dynamite. Number three, animal. <laughs> You've got to have at least one person who actually is there mainly to care about the ch- yeah. child's welfare, right? They've got to be Okay, all right. Number three, Kermit, then. <laughs> Number three, Kermit. And then the other two, the, bl- the one who blows stuff up, he's definitely in there. Um, sure. Who's the third one? So you've got Kermit, who actually cares, is trying their best. You've got the one who just blows stuff up with dynamite, who keeps blowing everything up with dynamite. He's causing havoc. And then you need... Maybe Rizzo. Maybe yeah, Rizzo. Maybe. Cause, cause, cause maybe. Because Rizzo, like, I feel like it's a good balance between caring, but also completely and utterly led by a one-track mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, Rizzo, yeah. Rizzo is... is um, you know, you know, in many ways, animalistic. Surprise, surprise, right? But like, <laughs> is 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 completely without a filter of uh, mm. of kind of like, I will make this scheme go ahead. I will get food. I will, you know, all that kind of thing, right? Um, there is no kind of like, there's no second thoughts in Rizzo the Rat, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's 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 all go. Uh, and I think that's that's one of those things that you need uh, as the the kind of catalyst for chaos. Mm. And how does that apply to the raising of a baby? <laughs> now, by the way, I haven't seen Three Men and a nope, Baby, but I bet what it is is that three bungling men have to raise a baby without any women. Can you imagine Ooh. that? <laughs> what are you proposing, Impossible. <laughs> what? Well, I had no idea how that would work out. Um, <laughs> no idea. Why have three Muppets ended up with what I'm guessing is a human baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so played by Michael Caine, presumably. The baby. <laughs> yeah. I go go gaga. I'm helpless and flailing my little arms around. I think, I think it's uh, Toby Froud, isn't it? The baby? The babe? <laughs> the baby. The babe. Yeah, the yeah. babe with the power. Uh, he's got experience working with, with being thrown around around Muppets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's. I think he's a bit worried about being typecast, but. Uh, <laughs> Imagine being typecast as baby with Muppets. Uh, baby among Muppets. Yeah. Baby among baby Muppets. Baby near Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This should be a film where we get... All the cameos, all the human cameos in this film should yeah. be cameos of children with Muppets. So that that little girl who kept saying Cookie Monster instead of an oh, alphabet yeah. letter. Right? Oh. She's in. You get a cameo from her. Yes. Um, Babe with the power, he's in. Uh, are there any others? There must be. There must be loads of famous children who hung around Muppets. <laughs> Probably. There might not be. Probably I mean, there not. are oh, loads uh, of children in Sesame Street, like actual actors. Yeah. You know, child actors I mean, there's in absolutely Sesame stacks of them, yeah. Millions and millions. Um, um, but you need the ones But you need the ones who are like, known you know, recognisable yeah. ones. Uh, Kevin Bishop. Um, Kevin Bishop, that's his name. Kevin yeah. Bishop, Sarah yes. Sarah Connolly. If you, if you Gotta get him in. And so then, that's what it is. All of the 
human cameos in this are the now adult <laughs> people who used to be children with Muppets. Yeah. So, like, um, Babe with the Power doesn't play the baby. He's just in the film yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a cameo. So is Cookie Monster Girl. So is Kevin Bishop. So is Connolly. All these lot, they're in it. So, like, Kevin... I don't know Kevin Bishop and 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 Sarah Connolly. Like uh, let, let's say like Sarah Connolly is the president because why not, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because her and Kevin Bishop still performing, so they'll be good in this. And uh, I like her child has gone missing, right? Yeah, of course. The president's so, like, baby is kidnapped. everyone thinks it's kind of like um, you know Mr. Bean's holiday, where everyone thinks it's a kidnapping, but actually it's just that um, the Muppets aren't interacting with like media and stuff. There's this like whole um, uh, haven't figured out that this baby that they're trying to look after while they've got something else on. Right, they're trying to get across the uh, across the country to get to a show or whatever it is. Yeah. They're trying to um, put the Muppet show on as you. Do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's... and they're they're like, well, we've also got to just look after this kid and try and find out where. Oh, wait a minute. Are. Actually, that do you know what we've hit upon something, which is why the Muppet shows or the Muppets movies have used that as a story beat so many times because it actually does work as a really good driving force uh, for these people because Kermit he does just want to put on a show and he wants to do it mo- less as a showman and more because he knows audiences like it and he cares about those audiences. So he is late for a Muppet show that's supposed to go on. He's ended up with this baby. That's the problem that's delaying him from getting to the Muppet show. He's yeah. got a baby and it's just difficult wherever he is to get to the show, wherever that is. There's travelling involved and he's got this baby. The The bungling of the other two Muppets is what has led him to be in this situation where he's got a baby and isn't at the Muppet show. Yeah. Because he was They've maybe just... They've swapped the bags or something. Like, yeah, it's something like, like that. It's kind of like um, uh, the importance of being earnest. Like the baby was in a was in like a basket and then <laughs> all the props were also in a basket, including a doll uh, mm. that's supposed to be used in a scene later in the Muppet show. There's supposed to be like a baby doll. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, like Rizzo has been distracted by a big piece of... I don't know cheese or whatever, and um, <laughs> and 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 so like they've accidentally someone's picked up the wrong they they picked up the wrong basket and taken this baby away, um, and uh, and 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 now now they've got in the car and they're halfway across when suddenly they hear this crying and it's like ah oh, uh, uh, Rizzo will you just uh, turn that. Turn that uh, baby doll off. I didn't even know I had batteries. What and, baby uh, doll? And- exactly. <laughs> Can't do a Rizzo either. <laughs> the other, I've, I found doing this episode that the only voice I can do well is Kermit. I'm pretty sure we can all do a Kermit impression. Um, and uh, yeah, they discover that they've got they've, they've they're halfway across the country and they've got this baby and they don't know what to do with it. And uh, yeah. the, the only thing it has is that like. Um, I, let's let's just for, for simplicity's sake say that the show is in Washington DC. Um, <laughs> okay. Traveling, they um, uh, they're, they're trying to figure out. They've got a clue as to this baby's origins, but there's nothing they can really do about it right now until they find someone. Because so uh, what I'm say, saying is essentially they go like around the houses. It's a whole odyssey, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. they uh, towards the end they they go. Well, I guess we're just looking after this baby now. This baby is ours now because we haven't been able to find the parent. 
Um, That's what happens got, with babies, isn't it? And we've got yeah. to. It's just an orphan now, um, and we've got to do the show to keep to keep <laughs> yeah. going. So, and they get to the show, and then it's the president. It's just an orphan now. If you, if you have, if you find a baby, like imagine if you were in the park, right? And there's a baby, and unbeknownst to you, its parent is just standing next to it, but with their back turned. But you don't know that, and you just take the baby away. You're like, well, this is just an orphan now. I've got to just. I'm, this is mine. <laughs> well, if you can't find the parent, and you've got to you, you've got to get to your show, so they go to, they go look, to Washington, yeah. and they say, "Well, we'll 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 keep looking afterwards, but there's nothing we can do." And there is the there is the president sat on the front row of the uh, yes, of, because the president, having lost her baby, has gone to a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Well, she she's going to go to the correspondence dinner. She that's that's part of her yeah. job, right? She she can't she can't duck out of the correspondence dinner purely because her baby's gone missing. <laughs> I, I feel like you could, but I'm gonna like, I'm prepared to stretch reality for the purpose of the film. The thing is, I'm doing is I'm going off yeah. the plot of Mr. Bean's Holiday here. Yeah. Right, which... you see, this is the fundamental problem here. I haven't. Why would I watch Mr. Bean's Holiday? Because it's a That's brilliant the movie, first... Dave. Because it's a it's not even movie. the first Mr. Bean movie. And having seen the first Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen Mr. Bean's Holiday. <laughs> Dave, it's nothing like the first one. Mr. Bean's yeah. Holiday is really good. It's like it's it's like <laughs> going back and watching the old Mr. Bean sketches. It's that really? good. Yeah, it's like a film version that. of that. that. That would be nice. Mr. It's Bean, but ph- honestly, it's phenomenal. Bean <laughs> Lost in Hollywood or whatever it's called is the ultimate disaster movie. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh, it's it's like it's like let's put Mr. Bean in just a regular Hollywood movie and have him do mm. Hollywood stuff. But Mr. Bean's Holiday is like a return to form almost for Mr. Bean. Right. It's really, really good. And it's got Willem Dafoe mm. in it. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. Like, Quite prominently, yeah. Like he's the only named actor in it. Like apart from Rowan Atkinson, obviously, that the rest uh, like hardly any any anyone knows him. So. Do you know, that's weird because the the first Mr. Bean movie was directed by Mel Smith, the director of the Mr. Bean shorts, I believe. I think he was. Mm. Um, and the second one isn't. I think the so second I wonder who did direct the second one. Richard Curtis, I think? No, he's just, he created it. Steve Benderlach, it says here, who mm. is, oh, all right, a director of Spitting Image. So, okay, so it's not like some random Hollywood director stepped in and yeah. somehow made a good episode of Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't can't recommend it enough. Great, you should you should watch that definitely. Yeah. Okay, um, it's a very very uh, good. But movie. yeah, the. The thing I'm going with here is I'm 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 going on Mr. Bean the the, the Mr. Bean's holiday in which a child goes missing and the parent turns up to a function despite their child being missing. <laughs> All right, well, and how is that justified in that film? Uh, I think it's just a part of the show will go on. It's it's like it's just part of his job. He's got to keep he's got to keep doing it while his child is missing. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's got he's, Sarah Connolly, the president. Like yeah. she's got she's got duties to the country, and we even cut to that that effect. Um, uh, Miss Piggy is of course uh, Miss Piggy is of course her aide. Her uh, right, her, her vice you've president. got it. That's it. Miss Piggy is her PA, mm. right? And so yeah. the president reckons that she's been uh, that the stuff that she's off to do is to do with finding her baby, mm. but. 
the but the Muppet aide, maybe not Miss Piggy, because she definitely needs to be in the Muppet show. Yeah. But whoever her Muppet aide is, so Pepe or someone, yeah. um, is bad at their job and so keeps booking her into frivolous stuff <laughs> and and having a and having an explanation. Like, you know, you need to you need to keep up appearances, you need to do this. I'm gonna you need to do that. And she's like, No, I've gotta look for my baby. I'm gonna throw yes. in a B plot here, and that is if All right. if the Russians find out that the president's baby's gone missing, they are gonna like think that she's not a good president because uh, because her baby's uh, gone missing. Okay. And uh, right. it's like, Oh, we've gotta we've gotta show strength. We got we gotta realise that this is nothing. It's a baby a missing diplomatic- nothing. Uh, it's a diplomatic us. dinner that has the show in it, right? Yeah. It's a diplomatic dinner between two like very very strange <laughs> countries, and, and <laughs> one of the world leaders is a muppet. In yes. This. So we can come up with this ridiculous muppet world leader yeah. whose personal like whatever their particular thing is does mean that the president of America has got to go to this dinner despite the baby otherwise there'll be pandemonium <laughs> it's, um, uh... it's 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 uh what's his name uh the eagle um yeah, Sam uh, the eagle. Uh, representing Sam the eagle representing super america <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say yeah there's really only one country that's Sam the eagle <laughs> well Okay then, so it's not the president; it's the prime minister's baby, or something like oh, that. Yeah. Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the American president that this that this person <laughs> has to have a diplomatic dinner with. Yeah. yeah. Or, or maybe it's not the president, or maybe it's not a world leader that this Sandra Bullock character. Did Sandra Bullock know Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Connolly? Where have I got Sandra Bullock? I tell you why. Where I've got Sandra Bullock from? She was in an episode of Muppets Tonight, and I'm thinking about the Muppets Tonight. Well, she's in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's not the president anymore. The president is Sam the Eagle, and it's him with all of his power and republicanism that has like he requires this person to attend this thing, even though she's looking for her baby, or all hell will break loose. I feel like yeah. we can make that work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's he's got he's got two diplomatic aides uh, played by Statler and Waldorf, and they're telling yeah. him that all things are going to be terrible if in this country they 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 arrive and they're like they're on a little rack uh, <laughs> that gets carried along next to him, like because they're just like lent out of this little little window, left and right like little uh, left and right shoulder the date angel and devil, and they're like. This place is terrible. Like uh, you know, they're, they're just kind of shit talking the country they're in. That, that Sarah Connolly uh, is is the leader of. They just they're really sort of like slanging it everywhere that Eddie Eagle. Uh, sorry, Sam the Eagle goes. Um, <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. Is he also guesting in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it as well. Yeah, he's uh, in um, the background somewhere. Without media, the Muppets wouldn't exist. Muppets, oh, Muppets deep. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Like the Muppets exist to just be on camera. That's it. Well, think about I mean, that. We can't flip in talk. Like we don't. We don't need to put out these podcasts. We can't have a go at the Muppets for being. Uh, <laughs> but we can do more. Camera hogs. We can do more. <laughs> Muppets. We can. We can ride bikes without any trouble. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, Muppets they have exist. to work really hard to figure out how to get a Muppet to ride a bike. Muppets exist purely to entertain. There is. You know what? Actually, no. I take that back because all of the things that have been like the most impressive special effects for a Muppet to do would also be difficult for me to do. Like, I, th- I have ridden a bike in my life, but I, it's been... I've, not since childhood. I don't know how easy it would be for me to ride a bike. Mm. So it's just like riding one. a bike, Dave. Don't worry about it. 
Is it? <laughs> Sit yeah. on a log in the middle of a swamp. Really difficult to make Kermit the Frog do that. That would be difficult for me yeah. to do. I don't know how I'd get on the, the log in the first place. Yeah. I'd probably wobble and fall in straight away. I certainly couldn't play the banjo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I've never, I've never taken Manhattan. That's never happened. I've never been on Broadway. Can't do that. I can't, and I can't just do that. I can't go like, well, I'm a human, not a muppet, so I'll do that. Can't. That's not available. No. Um, be from space. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't Treasure Island. You can't. I can't Christmas, Treasure Island. You, you can Christmas Carol. That is something I, you yes. can do. The thing is with Muppet movies is that, like, I, I think Tom, your first your first instinct was to expect a Muppet version because there's obviously the meme that's gone around recently that everyone has mm. just copy and pasted rather than sharing the original mm. of, um, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, like, you know, it, it's just been in the zeitgeist recently of those Muppet versions of other stories, right? The yeah. um, the Treasure, uh, the Treasure Island, and the um, uh, and the Christmas Carol. Um, uh-huh. Did they do any others? Well, they did the Muppet movie, which was um, that was an uh, that was an existing movie, and they just replaced some of the characters with Muppets in that. That was a film in which um, I believe it was Bing Crosby and Bob Hope um, met each other, and one of them described himself as a frog at all times. The other one described himself as a bear at all times. <laughs> So obviously that was uh, when they made the Muppet movie. No, there were no others. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> there's what, what about that one that they replaced called Idiots in Space? Uh, <laughs> when one Just... idiot gets his family comes to visit from from yeah. space, and then a bunch yeah, of idiots. The 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 humans take Manhattan. <laughs> where some humans put on the show. Um, but yeah, there's like I think I think. That's the first instinct is to say well, if we're pitching Muppet movies, we're doing um, we're doing uh, versions of the movies, but adding Muppets. But th- yeah. my most memorable Muppet movies, and I know this is probably not representative of like the the populace at large, but like my most memorable Muppet movies are the ones that are originals, right? Like. Uh, yeah. The Muppet movie mm. and Muppets in Space are the ones that I consider to be like the most core Muppet movies in mm. my in my uh, kind of space. As the uh, as the elder statesman of this podcast, mm. um, I am in the position of remembering when Muppet Christmas Carol came out, and that was the first one of those. That was the first time that a Muppet mm. movie wasn't an original uh, story. But also, um, this is something that gets overlooked when uh, Muppet Christmas Carol came out. Mickey's Christmas Carol was already incredibly well known. Yeah. So it what it didn't even feel weird. It didn't feel like oh now the Muppets are going to do this. It just felt like oh yeah yet another thing where the Disney characters, which they weren't yet, but same yeah. difference, yeah, are going to be in Christmas Carol. That just seemed like a natural thing for for a franchise to do. So um, it didn't. It, it just happened to be very good. It just didn't. It didn't feel like that original of a thing to do. So. Um, yeah, there's really only been those two. The rest of them, but it just so happens that Christmas Carol was so good, <laughs> and it happened in 1993, which I I maintain was one of the one of the the peak culture years. Everything in 1993, if you were a child, was brilliant, and um, <laughs> and I think that's had a, a something of a, a legacy that people just remember stuff that came out that year, like the brilliant Muppets Christmas Carol, the brilliant Jurassic Park, the brilliant mm. Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you I can't put me in a room treat. for more than 10 minutes without it coming up. <laughs> I th- I remember watching the Super Mario Bros. movie on TV um, mm. when it was when it came out on TV, right? When it was broadcast mm. on TV. Uh, my parents recorded it off, off the telly and um, we, we all sat down and watched it because... Myself and my brother were, were were just massive Mario heads. You know, we were really, really into Super Mario. And both me and my brother were doing something else within, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> As it only took, yeah, it I can only well took imagine. us seeing the... the uh, what I can only describe as the, the kind of shape of water vibe uh, Yoshi. Um, mm. <laughs> that's, uh, for, for us to be like... No, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. We don't. This, we're children. We're literal children. Um, we don't. We don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. I, well, well, I do, but only because I've really deeply examined it in myself for an upcoming video in which I'll explain it. But I, it's odd to me that I did attach myself to it so much because it for the for the first at least fifteen minutes, it's just a kitchen sink drama about failing plumbers. <laughs> like that, it really that's is. all it is. It really, that is really all is. it is. Failing plumbers um, who are who are being kind of pushed out by big business. Yeah, I think that <laughs> it must be because like I was already like I already the the other Mario media at the time that I was into all did that as well. It was like yeah, they used to just be plumbers in Brooklyn, and then something magic happened. Right. So I was like, well, I'll sit through this. I'll wait for the magic to happen. <laughs> but yeah, the, when the magic happens, it's a whole new thing. Very weird. Let's not talk about this. We're doing a podcast about, about Muppets. Podcast. We've, yeah. This is the hardest we've ever failed to make a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did yeah. a podcast about Muppets. Before we start, though, like we we need to ascertain like what what do you think are the most common like story beats that Muppet movies go to, right? What what Because I, I would say that adversity, like, comes at the Muppets in quite specific ways, usually. And it's usually, like, right. they're failing. <laughs> they're failing yeah. at being a show. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. we're running out of money. We can't afford to put on the Muppet show anymore. Um, yeah. Or, you know, the Muppet show's doing quite well, but we want to bring it to the big city. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or it's just, it, in some way, it's difficult to perform for them. That's that's what the story of a lot of Muppet movies is. Yeah, so the first one is that they, they're, like, sad because they're not in a show, and then they meet each other and they eventually put a show on. Great. Yeah. There's Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, no, our show can't run. Let's try and make it. It does. Mm. Um <laughs> The, that remake that that reboot one where they're mm-hmm. like yeah let's do the Muppet show and that's the film we're gonna do the Muppet show <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't remember the next one Muppets um, most can't remember. wanted I... yeah but I can't remember much about it I except that I quite it. enjoyed it yeah. I remember thinking it was good I've not seen Muppets... it I know it's on Disney Plus now though oh I, oh, I bet the great Muppet caper yes. I remember is the best one and the funniest one but also, it's the one I've only seen once. Mm. Um, because I saw it, I can tell you exactly when I saw it. I saw it after an, spending an amount of time in the hospital uh, getting my initial diagnosis 10 years ago, um, not knowing how much time I was going to have to spe- spend in the hospital. It might have been an unlimited amount of time. And so the days and the nights crawl by in an incredibly endless and tedious and, frankly, 2020 esque manner. Um, but in fact, there were just three days. That was it. Oh. But when nobody's told you how many days it's going to be mm. and can't tell you, it feels like the, it, they, they are so Internal, long. Yeah. And when I got home, 
and it felt exactly like it's gonna feel when you know i i'm vaccinated and i can go back into the world after this that wonderful beautiful day we watched the great muppet caper for the first time in my life and it was like where's this been all my life why have i never watched this <laughs> so there's gonna but be I can't some remember cath- anything catharsis about it. in there right there's gonna be some catharsis to that uh to, to that experience that might have gone above and beyond the great muppet caper it might have but i i i think my response to that film was oh this is the best one um i won't watch it very much so that next time i see it i won't remember anything about it i'm now in that exact wonderful position and i may i may revisit it soon and then um probably muppets from space is the biggest is the most divergent one right that's literally the men in black kidnap gonzo (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) like that's that's people from (laughs) from area 51 yeah Uh... People from Area 51 literally kidnap a Muppet and they have to break into a government facility. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit more... Just just showing off the range of Muppets in that one, I suppose. And uh, just to be absolutely clear, I haven't been listening, so I don't know if you've been doing this, but it is Muppets from space, but everyone calls it Muppets in space. We must be, we must be careful to call it Muppets from space. Because it's mm. pigs in space. In the original yes, show, exactly, then, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. lost in space. Everything is in yeah. space. <laughs> Loads of stuff in space. space. I mean, when you think about it, everything's in space. <laughs> is everything's in space? You're um, right. <laughs> yep. You're um, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I regularly call it Muppets in space. In space, despite you like mm. fully knowing that it's Muppets yeah. from space. Yeah. Mm. Because it's about Muppets. They don't go to space. The Muppets don't go to space. Muppets from space come to the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't, like, literally... Some Muppets do go to space, but only after having come from space. Yeah. Some Muppets do have them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll get onto the titles. Before we start <laughs> actually revealing some. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to, just going to tweet that without any... Context. <laughs> oh, uh, Piggy, the the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm distracted by the fact that I did tweet some Muppets do have them, and uh, Phil Walters has replied, "Quick, life's a pit show, emergency entry." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to deal with this later. (laughs) It's too much thinking. (laughs) Before we go, I do want to talk about something um, just while we're still recording. I was going to say, yeah, is this on pod or off pod? Yes, this is on pod. Um, Some Muppets do have them is a good idea. Mm. Mm. It is a human. it, it, It plays on the idea of there being one human in Muppet movies. It is just a human... A human boy born to a family of Muppets in a Muppet world. And all the capers yeah. are just like, you've got too long legs, you need to eat. What's going on? Like, you like, this is like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How has he got to that age? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's all... They, 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 they adapt this family trying to adapt to raising a human son. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that'll be really confusing for them, won't it? Yeah. Because, like everything in the muppets 
is a Muppet, right? So first off, you definitely have to be a vegetarian because, you know, pigs, you could never eat pork because yeah, no. there's loads of pig Muppets, that sort of thing. But like, it even goes to like the plants are Muppets as well. So you can't be a vegetarian either. <laughs> what can you do? There's like cabbages and stuff that are all Muppets. Yeah. It's uh... Exactly. Those ones in the, those ones in the Here Comes Mr. Humbug song. There's some food singing in that, I think, isn't I'm, there? I'm sure, I'm sure Chris Hemsworth but... will figure it out. Okay, but it is assumed. It is assumed that those muppets are going to eat those living yeah. turkey legs and shit, right? Like, and those cabbages mm. and and what have you. Like, those things are exist to look like food because it's assumed that those muppets are going to eat them. Yeah. So mm. maybe well, muppet world, but humans can't eat them. Humans can't eat those. They're made of felt and stuff. Mm. Like, Muppets trying to feed a human would have to find food a human can digest. Yeah. It'd be right horrible to have that How on would your... would they do that? On your tongue, wouldn't it? Felt cabbage. <laughs> wouldn't it? Felt yeah, cabbage. and maybe in the end they would find out that what they have to do is start slaughtering either, you know... <laughs> And it wouldn't like, and I don't mean either. They can like, it doesn't have to be like a meat-eating situation, like diet. Like, if they slaughter a cow muppet, that's the same as slaughtering an apple muppet, which is frankly the same as slaughtering a person muppet. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so it, it it's inherently they have to start killing muppets because they have within them a hand, which is kind <laughs> of a source say, of yeah. food. Yeah. If, um, if you and strip it's the only away, source of food they have access to. You strip yeah. away the essence of Muppet, you end uh, end up with a, 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 some a meaty hand <laughs> that you can yeah. that finally you can eat. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> even going past that, I was thinking like, oh, your legs are too long, or hey, sorry, you've got legs in mo in more scenes yeah. than us. <laughs> um, <laughs> every mom, why does everything in the world? Why does everything in the world seem like chest high? Uh, you know, like, why you see, that's a much better approach to this idea. I don't know what it is about me that means that whenever we bring up anything about Muppets, I go straight to like how meat would interact <laughs> with this world. <laughs> uh, just there's, there's there's certain conceits that I thought I just think would be quite funny. Just uh, yeah. yes, in in some Muppets do have them. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know how long it'd run for, but um, <laughs> I think it's. No. I think it would work at least for a sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Chris Hemsworth mm. as the child. Of course, yes, Chris Hemsworth, well-known child. He's he's got a backwards mm. baseball cap on. Look, if we're doing this, if we're doing that, if we're putting a backwards baseball cap on an adult performer and calling them a child. Well, Michael Crawford is still working. <laughs> Get well, him in. Michael Crawford? Yeah. From Some Mothers Do Have Oh my god, Get that's him in. his name. Frank Spencer. I thought it was Frank Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was just... I thought it was a documentary. Right, Where he, no, where he chases not, that, uh, that bathtub down the road. Oh, was that, was that last yeah. summer wine? Oh, he is still working, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So bring him back as Frank Spencer, but but this time, even though he's an old man now, presumably, I don't know how old he is, but he, I bet he is, he is quite old. Yeah, he will be playing a child in this because he'll have a backwards baseball cap on. That's all you need. That's how you can tell someone's a child. Give him a skateboard. Done. Um, he's he's seventy nine. You know, is he? Oh, probably maybe not a skateboard. Then I don't know when skateboards came in, but he would certainly have a you know a 
uh, a catapult. Uh, what do you call it? Like, what do you call a Dennis the Menace style catapult? Those things. You would have that. And a backward baseball cap, <laughs> which definitely came in after skateboards. Oh, he was a phantom at one point. Yes. What are we? How is this happening? He's the phantom. He's the original phantom. I, I, I'll tell you what, Dave. Um, I don't <laughs> like Phantom of the Opera because it's an incel show. Fair. Um, yeah, fair. So, so I never bothered to learn anything about it. Hello. Just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. There's more <laughs> levels. Uh, so until next time, I've been Tom McGrath. Oh, I've we should have. What would have been fun is if we tried to pitch a film that was like Muppets Treasure Island. <laughs> but what if there weren't any Muppets? In it? <laughs>